Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Now, what are Canadians saying about our financial health or our financial well-being? Um, interesting study survey done, MNP Consumer Debt Index, listen to the headline, reaches lowest point ever recorded as COVID lockdown measures continue. Pandemic impact, declining financial confidence, and increasing debt concerns among Canadians. Wesley Cowan is the director of consumer insolvency at MNP Limited, LTD, a division of the national accounting firm MNP LLP. Mr. Cowan, thank you very much for taking the time. Well, thank you very much, Roy. I appreciate being here. Yeah, so we have four in ten Canadians not confident they can cover living expenses this year without going into further debt. Another four in ten, maybe the same four in ten, are concerned about their current debt. Fewer are confident in their ability to weather unexpected expenses without taking on more debt. Nearly half say they could be in financial trouble if interest rates increase. Doesn't sound good. It does not, no. Um, and as you might have noticed, we have been doing the uh, the Ipsos survey, the uh, MNP uh, Consumer Debt Index, since uh, uh, the summer of 2017. So we've been doing it quarterly ever since then, and we've been monitoring uh, not only the uh, how people are doing financially, but also their feelings about how they're doing and their perceptions of what the future will look like. And as this particular report indicates, um, we're kind of at our lowest at this point on those measures. Um, between uh, the summer of 2017 and now, um, so the debt index, this number that they've expressed here, this 89, which is the lowest, um, this this is a range of factors that we take into account. And at one point, our highest over the since we've been doing this survey was 106. So 89 is quite a bit below that, and uh, and not and it has been heading downward over the past uh, three or four quarters, uh, particularly since the pandemic began. So if I take a hypothetical family of four in Canada. Uh, who are perhaps mirrored in this in your survey? What are they concerned about? The family four sitting around the dinner table tonight, and the conversation turns to finances, mortgage payments, debt, uh, education costs, fixing the car, whatever it, whatever it is they're involved in, whatever the financial circumstances are. What are they talking about? How are they feeling? Well, I think a lot of it revolves around uh, employment. Uh, so for some people, uh, they've either been unemployed or underemployed during the pandemic. And I know, I think, I think uh, reasonably speaking, I mean, the government has done uh, a remarkable job of trying to help people through this period of time. Um, of course, we know that that can't continue forever, but uh, certainly it has helped an awful lot. Um, and, and people have, on the, on the bright side, people have been saving some money because uh, for folks that are able to work from home, they're not driving their cars and spending money on gas and repairs and all that kind of thing. But nevertheless, there are pressures because we came into the pandemic um, as Canadians uh, with a fair bit of debt on our plates already. So we have debt out there uh, that needs to be serviced. And there have been some concessions by creditors to say, hey, we can defer your payments. You know, we're not going to bother you. Just, you know, we'll hold on. But these are concerns that people still have. And with reduced income, uh, they, they become a bit much bigger problem. 
Now, we, we were looking, as, as 2020 ended, I think the most often re- repeated phrase in, in various ways was, 2021 is going to be better. We know next year is going to be, be better. It can't be, it can't continue like this. So we have this optimistic sense of what 2021 would bring. And maybe we still have it. I hope so. And I hope, do hope it turns into a better year for us. But you still see uh, 43% of Canadians in your survey say they're not confident they can cover their living expenses for the next year without going into further debt or further into debt. That is, I look at that and I look at that line uh, time and again. I just keep looking at that line. Yeah, it's it's striking. It is it's very concerning. And uh, you may recall from some of the earlier uh, surveys we did, where you know a lot of a number of people were reporting that you know they were within two hundred dollars of not being able to pay their bills yes. every month. Yes. And you know, and that's been a statistic that's been fairly consistent over a number of quarters. And you know, so if there's a even a minor upset in the amount of income people have available, uh, then it's going to mean that in order to make up for that shortfall, they may have to resort resort to taking on more 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 debt and get access to more credit. And, you know, in some kinds of credit, we're seeing lower interest rates, which is a good thing, but there are forms of credit that, unfortunately, they still carry high interest rates, and that can be a huge burden to, to people and their families if they're trying to, if they need to access credit in order to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. You can't uh, plan for crises. I mean, you can you can put money aside for that proverbial rainy day, but you cannot plan when crises are going to happen. And you asked uh, Canadians about... Um, how it would affect them if, for example, somebody in their family were to, to pass away or somebody were to lose a job. And those numbers are also not, I mean, they're not great. They're, people, people don't want, clearly don't want it to happen, but how prepared are we? Well, that's, that's another thing, too, is that even people's uh, thinking about, you know, whether that's likely to happen or not, or whether they're concerned about that happening, those numbers have changed dramatically. Um, pre-pandemic, uh, people, you know, there were people that were certainly concerned about those things happening, but, you know, I think the pandemic has, you know, heightened our awareness of the possibilities of what could go wrong. And so we're seeing more people being concerned about those kinds of things and, and worrying about that uh, because they, they, you know, as you said, you, you can't necessarily have savings for every possibility that might be out there. And so then that does make people more reliant on debt. So what do you do? What's the advice? I mean, you're in the uh, this is the business you're in. You're uh, dealing with bankruptcies and people who are uh, insolvent or facing insolvency. What's the advice to people who are afraid that they're on very thin ice? Well, certainly, I mean, depending on one's circumstances, I mean, there's always uh, varying levels of, of strategies you can use. And I mean, in, in the business that we are in, um, we are licensed professionals, licensed insolvency trustees. And, you know, we generally offer free consultations to people uh, to see where they're at in their circumstances. And we'll recommend the best fit solution for them. But it can range anywhere from some budgeting tweaks, uh, some budgeting changes, um, looking at, at what they can do that way, possibly refinancing if they have that ability to maybe reduce their debt payments, reduce the interest they're paying on the debt they have. They may may choose to sell certain things to shore up their savings or give them more funds for things that they really need in their lives or consolidate their debts into, you know, another kind of uh, debt vehicle. But if all else fails and they find themselves really, really struggling and uh, and unable to cope with the debt that they have, then we would look at a more formal proceeding, perhaps a consumer proposal or a bankruptcy. And that's something that, that we as licensed trustees would help with okay let me just ask you one one more question what is it about this um the survey that really 
sticks out to you? Is there one one part of it, one point, one number that really just resonates with you? Well, I know one of the things that, that was said in the survey particularly is that, you know, basically that three in 10 people have actually had to take on more debt uh, as a result of the pandemic specifically. Um, and and that's, that, is, that is very concerning because, uh, again, we, we knew going into the pandemic that we were already fairly heavily debt-laden. Um, you know, I think, uh, I mean, at this point in time, we're looking at a, a, a debt-to-income ratio of somewhere about basically uh, about 171%. So what that means is that for every dollar you earn, you've got the dollar 71 that you have to pay kind of thing. Now, that does include mortgage, mortgage and things like that, but that number has been sort of creeping up, and, and the bigger that gets, the, the the more daunting it is, the more likely it is we're going to have difficulty paying paying down or paying off the debt that we have. And so the fact that people have had to take on, this many people have had to take on more debt as a result of the pandemic is quite concerning. And don't forget, this this uh, this survey as well was done, this was done at the beginning of December, um, and, and I think we've seen over the past month or so uh, that things have, have, in terms of the pandemic, have have gotten worse in many cases. We've got more cases. We've got lockdowns. We've got all these things going on, and sure. it would be it's going to be interesting the next survey we see because it'll be a good barometer about people's feelings going forward and whether you know that light at the end of the tunnel that the vaccines are offering and you know maybe summertime coming out of this you know whether that'll be enough of a light at the end of the tunnel that we'll be able to start start coming out of this psychologically or whether people are still going to be concerned about their position. I wake up every morning looking for that light. Absolutely, as we all are, and I and I mean I think most people are optimistic about 2021. Uh, it may take us a little while to get there, but I think that is the general feeling. Um, although the surveys here would certainly indicate, at least right now, we are concerned about our future. Yeah, I just want to see this country do better. I want to see people happy again. In fact, uh, Mr. Cowan, I can't wait for the day that I get on a crowded elevator again. You know, it's funny you say that, but I mean, I think a lot of people are somewhat uh, socially starved, and <laughs> you know, even the things that we perhaps were found annoying in terms of uh, crowds before, we're going to find quite refreshing when it all changes. I think so. Good talking <laughs> to you. Thank you so much for the time today. Thank you. Wesley Cowan is the director of consumer insolvency at MNP Ltd, a division of the national accounting firm MNP LLP. Now, um, just think about it for a moment. Our national debt is around a trillion dollars. The provinces are running up huge amounts of debt, and Canadians individually are in debt to the tune of a buck seventy-one, as Mr. Cowan told us, approximately a dollar seventy-one for every dollar of income. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. We need that light at the end of the tunnel to not be an oncoming train. If you want to hear more. Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.